0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Tour de Cycling Podcast for this Tour de France Stage 7 recap. Today into the stage we were expecting definitely a sprint stage, there wasn't much else that could have happened, uh, category 4 climb about 40 k's from the finish uh, wasn't going to be enough to any damage to the sprinters or launch an attack so going into the stage definitely going to be sprint stage so all the sprinters were ready for it the average temperature of this stage was 32 degrees uh celsius so not cold but very very hot hot stage for the riders very uncomfortable for them i'm sure uh yeah well let's get into what happened in this stage. Going into the stage, we had Vinegard uh, newly crowned yellow jersey, Philipsen green jersey for the favorite for the stage, I would say. We had Palace in the King of the Mountain jersey and Pogacar in the white under 25 jersey. So the stage was 170Ks long with one intermediate sprint about 80 k's into it and a category 4 climb so not really any incentive for the breakaway to go off the gun though we did have a group of 4 that uh, wanted went straight off the front wasn't expecting that Uh, was expecting a bit like stage 4 where no one wanted to do anything but we had 4 people go off the front And then, one by one, we had three riders drop back to the peloton, either getting told by their DS's or of their own decision to drop back and save energy for future days. We had a French rider from Arkea, though, who was told to stay out the front the whole time. So he was in the breakaway uh, for most of the day. He came through the Intermediate Sprint in 1st, then we had behind in the Peloton for the Intermediate Sprint for Green Jersey points. We had Germay in 2nd, Philipson in 3rd, Cockard in 4th, and Jordi Moise in 5th. Mads Pedersen in 6th, Corbin Strong 7th, Alexander Kristoff 8th, Cavendish ninth, Mikael Bjerg in 10th. Uh, Cavendish, not really going for points, and definitely notable there. Wout of an art, I do not think, is going for the green jersey in this tour. After the intermediate sprint, though, we had Nans, Peter, and Pierre Latour jump across to the front French rider from Arkea. He was still there, still pushing his hardest, I'm sure would have been happy to be joined by a couple of uh, Frenchmen so they were pushing it on up the category 4 climb before the RK rider got dropped after because he had been in the breakaway solo the whole day Pierre Latour came over the top of the climb first taking one point his first point in the KOM jersey so no problems there for Palace. the peloton kept the breakaway at a very reachable distance the whole time Uh, A few teams pacing up the front and it was inevitable that it was going to come back for a field sprint with the big sprinters teams obviously going to chase it down. Uh, What chased the breakaway down was actually not really teams worried about the breakaway, it was more battle for position. We had GC riders and sprint teams trying to get in the best positions for this criterium kind of four corners. Uh, uh, Teams didn't want to crash out there. And the 3K rule, if you don't know what that is, that is if you have a crash or puncture uh, in the final three Ks, you get the time uh, that you, of the group that you were in at the finish. So you don't lose any time on GC. The organizers did move it to 3.6 Ks because of that circuit i uh, not sure it really would have mattered if it was still at 3Ks but uh, the riders felt that it would be safer uh, so we came into the finish with about 4Ks to go I believe we had the final breakaway rider Pierre Latour get caught uh, so that was the end of the breakaway then we had the sprinters really heated up we had Lotto Destiny at the front. We had Alperson at the front. We had Quick Step, Soudal Quick Step at the front. We had Astana for Cavendish at the front. So all the main sprinters getting ready. One notable um, absence was Wout van who was down the back of the peloton, probably hurting from the day before. Uh, didn't contest the sprint today. Came into the finish, the finish was narrow. Uh, yeah, not very wide for all of the sprinters to have a chance. Uh, Van der Poel and Alperson, they led out Jasper Philipsen. They controlled the front for about two kilometers to the finish, Alpersen putting Jasper Philipson in the perfect position. Before Vanderpool uh, came off the front, releasing Philipson with about 350 meters to go. Although Philipson didn't start sprinting, he instead just backed off the pace a little. Still high pace, but didn't go for it yet. Uh, 350 meters is probably a bit too long to sprint for it, so he just kind of backed off, waited for someone to start sprinting. And there was one person who was more than happy to start sprinting. Mark Cavendish went up the right side of the road. Uh, Philipson was on the left. Cavendish launching early. Biniam Germay was sort of on Cavendish's wheel before Jasper Phillipson went across to the left. In a maybe a bit of a dangerous move but I think it was alright. Philipson getting Cavendish's wheel and... Uh, to the disappointment of many commentators, neutral fans, and fans in just every fan, I reckon. Uh, apart from Belgian fans, probably. Mark Cavendish uh, was passed by Jasper Philipson with about 50 metres to go. Jasper Philipson winning the third sprint stage, so he's three out of three in this Tour de France. Uh, Cavendish finished in second, though. Germay third. Luca Mazzato of Arkea finishing in fourth, that's a bit of a surprise there, Grunewagen of Jacob Lula was at the front for, his team was at the front for a while into the run, into the final of kilometre, he came fifth, Geordie Moise came sixth, Phil Bauhaus seventh, then Gokard, Christoph, and Mads Pedersen rounding out the top ten uh looking at the gc nothing changes in that uh, a few up and down for bonus seconds there was a group off the back that uh, dropped a few seconds but no gc riders in there points classification though has changed a lot jasper phillipson on 215 points now almost 100 clear of brian cockard Picard on 127, Cavendish on 99 in 3rd, Pedersen in 4th on 93, and Wout Van on 92. So, Phillipson commanding lead there. Uh, in the KOM jersey, only one point up for offer, just gives Pierre Latour a point, puts him on the board, but obviously Powell is still in the jersey. White jersey, Pogacha is 1st, and team's classification is still Jumbo Visma. Jasper Philipson is looking very strong this tour, Uh, he is, because he's still young I believe, I think he still can contest for the white jersey, so he, I believe he can, yes he can still contest the white jersey, so he's under 25 years, I don't know exactly how old he is, but. Is he a future Mark Cavendish? Uh, he looks very good at the moment. He's definitely the best sprinter in the world, I would say, at the moment, especially winning three Tour de France stages. You don't do that by accident. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see him in the future, what he can do. Uh, looking at stage 8 tomorrow, we've done one week of the tour. Crazy to think it's only one week done. Uh, but stage 8 tomorrow, we've got a hundred and ninety six kilometers I believe uh, and no 201 kilometers actually my bad 201 kilometers uh, pretty flat until 124 K's in so about 80 K's to go we do have an intermediate sprint uh, for 80 K's into the stage and then uh, we at the end Well, with about 80 k's to go, we have a third category climb. And then with about 20 and 10 k's to go, we have two category 4 climbs. So, not really much incentive for the breakaway again. Although, you never know. It's pretty lumpy towards the end of the stage. If the sprinters teams aren't really feeling it. Uh, And looks like there is a bit of a ramp towards the end as well. So could be a bit of, uh, not really sprinters this stage, could be a bit of a, I don't know, Van der Poel, Van Art attack with uh, up those category 4 climbs, that's definitely a possibility there, uh, and definitely not enough to cause GC splits though, so I think they'll be all safe. Uh, predictions for tomorrow, in my mind, I would see probably a bunch sprint, Well, I wouldn't be surprised if, as I said, Van Aert or Van Der Poel go off the front on a Category 4 climb, but my prediction is going to be Philipson again. Uh, even though it is a bit of an uphill, I think it's not very steep, I think he'll be able to manage that and win his fourth stage. Uh yeah that's my prediction he's looking very good at the moment not sure really who else can beat him unless he got caught out of position in a roundabout or something but yeah look forward to tomorrow's stage try to a podcast tomorrow uh hope you guys are enjoying these daily podcasts with tdf action can't miss this uh but until tomorrow goodbye